0: Hello, and welcome to Real Talk, a real estate podcast that is focused on the people who work in this industry. My name is Harvey Coker with the Officer Street Partners real estate team at Cascade Hassan sullivan International Realty in Vancouver, Washington. And I'm so excited to bring this podcast to you. Each week, I will be speaking with different agents and people in the industry to hear all about them, who they are, their experiences, their stories, why they do what they do, and how they are adapting to an ever-changing landscape. I sat down with Mariah Taliaferro at this fantastic listing in Las Vegas during our global networking event. Mariah lives and works in Sarasota, Florida, and has real estate in her blood. Balancing being a mom and being an expert in Sarasota luxury real estate is no easy feat. And here I learn how she does it. Okay, welcome to Real Talk.
1: You for thank, you for,
0: thank you for coming on and making the little trip out to this incredible listing.
1: Oh, it's, it's stunning. And it was a beautiful drive, too.
0: I know. It's a nice drive. It's, yeah. it's so interesting how the scenery just changes so quickly as soon yes. as you get away from the strip. Oh, yeah. It's, it's remarkable.
1: It is. It's beautiful. I haven't really been able to see Nevada in this way, so I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying every aspect of it. And this listing is stunning. It's
0: stunning. Um, the views here are incredible, uh, thanks to the listing agent. Thomas's page will pop up as well on the video, so you can reach out to him. If you want to take a look at the house if you have multi millions dollars, and then there you go. Yes, this, this there could you be go.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: we're here for G&E Sotheby's International Realty Global Networking Event. I mm-hmm. um, so I'm really happy to get you on.
1: Thank you. We've been chatting for a little while. Yes, we've
0: shared a lot of great stuff in the last yes, couple of months.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: have you found the time here so far?
1: It's it's been monumental, actually. I really am blown away by our brand, by just the connectivity that we have. And almost every person I meet, and I'm a relatable person, but I think like we just, the Sotheby's brand attracts a certain type of tribe. And almost everyone I've met, I've really clicked with. And that's really exciting. So I'm so excited to have all these different connections and markets that I may have clients that are coming from and or going to, and it can just be a really like Reciprocal relationship. So it's been awesome.
0: Is there a lot of people here? Well, I'm one of these, but is there a lot of people here that you've connected with before that haven't met? And as soon as you saw them, it was like, yes, I'm so happy to see you
1: my friends are here it was yes exactly and that was like the first day like when i saw you and other people from our our you know mastermind group and just others that i've seen their face or i've you know seen them pop up on instagram and maybe we've exchanged text messages it's just it's really cool to like finally get to meet people that you've seen you know you've seen their faces and you've seen all their success but now you get to actually shake hands with them or give them a hug it's it's great. And the energy of like the space and the room is next level. So I am very hyped up.
0: <laughs> I, I expected busy. I didn't expect the energy to be as high as the energy's been. Yes. The whole time. Well,
1: that's the only way we're going to be able to like sustain days of networking, right? <laughs> is if our energy is really high. So it's
0: so true. There, there cannot be a drop-off. No. No. The
1: drop-off will happen when I'm on that red light or that red red eye back home. I'm gonna crash on that plane (laughs) I can't believe
0: you booked the flight you booked
1: I know that was dumb but it's okay I had to get home to my baby so (laughs) yes you do yes you You have to
0: get go back to your to your life outside of real estate exactly exactly tell me about your life outside of real estate what is that like
1: oh man it is it is so beautiful and so oh I have Well, as I mentioned, I have a daughter, so I have a 14-month-old who is just the light of my life, and every single day is a new discovery in her, like, development, and just seeing this little being turn into her her own person and her own personality at such a young, like, I just didn't realize that 14-month-olds, like, would do the things that they do and, like, just have this personality that they have. So it's so exciting and so fulfilling for me to see that every single day. And I've been receiving videos from my fiance and he's like, she's singing now and she's, you know, learning to uh, like clap her hands to music and just that connection is so cool. So that's a big part of my life outside of Mm -hmm. real estate. Um, I, And this definitely connects with real estate just because we are ambassadors for the areas that we sell. But uh, I just love Sarasota, Florida. I just love where I live. I love walking around our downtown and going to all of our beautiful parks and enjoying like the water lifestyle that we have, whether it's boating or kayaking or paddleboarding. It's just, I just really love where I live and how I get to enjoy like every aspect of it. So, and that just helps me, you know, be more of an ambassador. I I genuinely (laughs)
0: think you can tell. Yeah. You you can tell the people apart who they're there because they're there for some reason or yeah. they're there because they love it. Yes. And they are so passionate about it. Yes. And they want to spread that.
1: Definitely. And want to
0: help people feel that dream too. Yes. In that place.
1: I'm a person that I love growth. And my area has just been on fire and even prior to COVID. So really since 2015, we saw a big development boom. And I just love that. Like seeing cranes in the sky and an old, you know, building or even a vacant lot turning into something like having that vision that comes to fruition is something that really gets me excited and I couldn't be in a better area in a better like time for this uh-huh. area to see all the changes that are happening to it. So, it's part of the reason I'm like so excited yeah. about <laughs> Sarasota. Not only because it's amazing, but because it's just morphing into such a cool community. Yeah. It's really nice.
0: Have you lived anywhere else or just Sarasota?
1: So I'm originally from Colorado. Uh, I was born in Vail. We lived in Breckenridge when I was really young. And then we relocated to an area called Manitou Springs, which is just west of Colorado Springs. And for anyone that knows Colorado, they'll know Pikes Peak for, you know, the marathons that are up there and the Cog Railway and everything. So I grew up in a really, you know... A very different type of environment than sarasota where um you know not only is the landscape different and the hobbies are different but it's just kind of a different culture too mm, yeah. so uh, you know a lot of a lot of colorado you could say is kind of you know earthy hippie but like manitou at the time i lived there was like ultra <laughs> so i'm a hippie <laughs> at heart you would never know looking at me but You're i really am i'm a hippie at heart yes yes so and then when we relocated to florida i was actually a ballerina so that's what brought us to the Florida market. I was living in Tampa for some time, went to school at FSU in Tallahassee in Florida, and then came right back to Sarasota the moment I could so that's quite a journey it is oh and I've also lived in the Republic of Panama for a while in Central what? America so in Panama I did yeah I have like family ties to Panama my okay. dad um, was actually a real estate developer and developed a resort and residential community so there. this job
0: is in your blood as it's well. in my blood in it blood. is blood.
1: ingrained in me and my mom's in the business too so it is a natural progression for me to be in Sarah in uh in real estate so Um, so yeah, I've lived a couple of different places and I can say without a doubt that I will never not be in Sarasota. Like it will always be my home. It is always going to be the one. I may have a second home somewhere because our summers are brutally hot, but Sarasota is my home. It's my home. It's where I want my daughter to grow up. (laughs) So
0: that's so interesting because, um, obviously where I come from and where I live now, we, we put up with six, seven months Uh just to get to the end of spring and enjoy a three four month period of the year
1: okay and
0: then i i know a lot of people and you speak to a lot of people here Uh They say oh yeah we just stay we go from air conditioning on our house to air conditioning in our car Uh and that's all we do for three months or we get out of town
1: yeah so and it's more than three months in sarasota so like by the time three yeah unfortunately by the time may rolls around well, maybe it's three months. I have to do my math. Maybe it's four months, actually. By the time May rolls around, it's pretty hot. And then all through September. By the time October comes around, it's a lot more bearable. So what is that? Four months? Five four
0: or months?
1: Four five months. So, um, but, My brain's
0: shaky. After I know.
1: The <laughs> totally. So you get four months of like 75-degree weather, absolutely gorgeous, Um, you know, four to five months of pretty, you know, hot summers. And then, you know, the rest of it is kind of like hit or miss. It's either mm-hmm. rainy and, you know, but you I get see, storms
0: there? Like crazy um, storms?
1: We get rainstorms and okay. we'll, we'll get the, you know, occasional hurricane, which has not hit Sarasota since 1944, I will say. <laughs> so knock on wood. <laughs>
0: dropping that one in there. Just yes. To, just to make it's, sure it's, it's very still a great place to be.
1: It's still... Oh, yeah. I mean, we... It's interesting when you look at, like, the hurricane maps, and sorry to derail the conversation and talk about hurricanes real quick, but it is a topic of conversation for a lot of our clients. Um, You know, when you look at just the storm paths since, like, they started tracking these, Mm -hmm. they all head south of Port Charlotte, which is an area just south of us. They hit south, or they hit the east coast, and Sarasota, Bradenton area has been unscathed for Gosh, eighty plus years. So you know, could something happen? So if you Absolutely. Go to Florida.
0: That's where you need to go. That's right. If
1: you're concerned about hurricanes, you have better chances to stay. You know, in in the Sarasota area, or just be inland if you're very concerned. So.
0: Well, I've heard the humidity inland is. Mm-hmm really difficult
1: it can be very difficult yeah and i haven't like lived in in central florida at all mm. so i can't really say for certain but being on the coast you get the sea breeze yeah. so it definitely helps with that you know breaking the ice a little bit with that you know well, i'm english humidity. i
0: mean i struggle in the northwest in the summer let alone oh, okay. going somewhere else so. yeah
1: but you guys get pretty humid there right
0: <laughs> not really oh okay not, not well really. then you're yeah. We, yeah we get weird we get weird days back and forth in uh, like late spring towards the end of the summer where the weather can't make up its mind, uh-huh. and then you're getting an overcast day in the middle of the summer, yeah. and it's I don't know seventy five degrees, which got it for a lot of people over here. That's mm-hmm. nothing back home. That's summer. yeah,
1: got that's it summer okay. weather right
0: there. Uh-huh. So uh, when I first moved here, the first day I was here, it was like ninety eight degrees. Oh wow! Okay, and I remember stepping out of uh, out of the taxi and thinking, what is going on? Uh Is this one-off?
1: Oh, okay. Because
0: I moved to Portland because it rains.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm used to that. I didn't want to move to the Midwest.
1: Okay, understood. And
0: so uh, I got to midterms in Mm -hmm. October because I was there for college. Uh Uh-huh. And I still hadn't seen a cloud. Uh Uh-huh. Been there two months. Okay. I hadn't seen a cloud, let alone rain. Oh, wow. So that's when I started thinking, are people lying to me? Right. Have I been tricked? (laughs) Is it everywhere in America just hot all the time? What's right. Going on? And then the rain came. Got it. And it okay. for six months.
1: Oh, wow. Amazing. That's
0: why people leave the Northwest sometimes. You know, yes. People love the Northwest for so many amazing reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, what it brings to the table the hiking, the mountains, yeah. the rivers, the, the food, the breweries, just the coast. Yeah. Everything. It's amazing. And I, I don't think I could live anywhere else
1: cool.
0: because of that. And the summers are so incredible mm-hmm. as well. Um, but we do have people who move out. You know, they yeah, move sure. out and hear. Uh, Scottsdale mm-hmm. those kind of places okay. a lot of second homes there sure and then a lot of Florida okay for permanent moves I think yes. same, it's three clients okay
1: 2021
0: who moved to the Florida area
1: nice
0: um, which was good but unfortunately that was pre-Sotheby's for us yeah so couldn't build on any on that networking. yeah
1: but hey now you can
0: now we can yes now we can indeed There's which has been abundance. it's been so great these, uh, these last couple of days um, I never thought I always thought it was going to be big mm-hmm but you and didn't then, know it was
1: gonna be this big. And then you turn
0: up <laughs> and you go a registration. Yeah. You're like And you go to the first morning event. I'm and you're sh- like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, this is what three thousand people in one room actually looks like. <laughs> like conceptually, it doesn't seem like that bad. So we've all been to stadiums and concerts, but like, wow.
0: But wow are, indeed. Yeah.
1: Yes. They put on a very cool production.
0: They are really no expense. And the beach club mm-hmm. event and Oh yeah.
1: All of it's the been the one last
0: night as well. It just mm-hmm. it's all been it's all been great, but the bits I've enjoyed the most, maybe not till three o'clock in the morning because I think that's a bit of a stretch and that was a bit of a mistake, but um, those hanging out around like B-Bar in the lobby where sure. everyone just gathers and yeah. meet so many people so quickly and...
1: Mm-hmm. And um, you have like really good conversations. That's the key. Yes.
0: That's the key right it's there. Not the,
1: it's not the sales pitch, a little elevator pitch. It is like, this is me in my natural environment yeah. getting to know you.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next, my question here is before Sotheby's. Yeah what was before Sotheby's
1: so before Sotheby's my like so my real estate career started actually with Coldwell Banker Mm -hmm. Um, I was there for a short period of time before I was hired by a real estate developer who was building these boutique luxury condo projects in the downtown area so I was hired by them exclusively worked for their projects and then um, I took a short hiatus actually out of real estate so I was like maybe I don't know if I want to do real estate, which I knew I did deep down inside. It was me chasing, my, <laughs> me running away from my true dream, you know, that self-sabotage thing that you do for like a short period of time. And you're, you're like- You were on that elastic <laughs> rope right there. Yeah, and it was it letting
0: was... you get a certain distance away before it pulled you exactly.
1: right back Exactly. So I got pulled right back in and I'm so glad I did. And um, I think a big part of it was the fact that I came to Sotheby's mm-hmm. at the time I did and the mentors that I had really guided me to realize like what it was that I wanted to do. And once I got clear on that, just doors opened and you know the 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 business grew. Um I'm a big believer in like when you have that vision, it's it'll just manifest itself when you put in the work, of course. So that's kind of what happened. Um okay. so I've been with Sotheby's now for 4 years uh-huh. and I love it.
0: So how was it? Did you do a lot of referrals outside and, and into the place? Do you have a lot of connections outside of your area before Sotheby's? Or uh, was it not the same?
1: No, I didn't. Not before Sotheby's. I really did not have very many connections yeah. outside of my market at all. And um, the connection started to grow, just gross, through being associated with the brand. And this is my first e and my first networking event within Sotheby's. And I was actually pretty surprised at how many people i did know or had connected with because social media is such a powerful thing
0: i've had like 10 people come up to me Mm -hmm. and be like oh hey i've seen you on facebook i'm like
1: where
0: are you from and it's from philadelphia or somewhere
1: right so it's just very cool how our you know technology has allowed us to you know keep those those global connections Mm -hmm. or like start them and then i do really believe though to really you know really get to know someone and really feel who they are you have to do it in person oh, absolutely. you know so like this is what solidified a lot of relationships mm-hmm. for me and then of course started new ones so it's been invaluable i think that's
0: the key because you're not going to send a referral to someone that you don't
1: mm-hmm.
0: f- have an actual very good connection with right and keep in contact with.
1: exactly how are you going to remember them too especially when you've met you know I don't know. I've exchanged probably fifty business cards, to, you know, between these past three days. So. I count.
0: I counted them this morning when I got up. It was eighty-two. Oh
1: my gosh! And I see, that's there. because you are a master networker. Anytime around you, you're like, you need to meet this person. This person. I'm like, <laughs> wow, Harvey can work the room. <laughs> it's, I
0: just love talking to people, but I can have a conversation with anybody. Yeah. And so, and I can do it quickly. Okay, just cool. in terms of, I just, and I, I, I don't want to say I learned this, but, um, I was always kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And the previous company, the Hassan company, before Uh we merged with Cascade Sotheby's, the guy founded that, Mike Hassan. Okay. What an unbelievable person.
1: That's amazing. He just
0: created this culture for the company. Mm -hmm. And the first time I met him, I only met him for 15 minutes. Okay. But I don't think he said more than 10, 15 words. Mm -hmm. And I came away feeling like I hadn't just got to know him, but I actually hadn't. It was the weirdest feeling ever. But it stuck with me at that point. Huh. Just the way that conversation started from second one. Uh-huh. He just wanted to know who I was mm-hmm. and why I'm who I am as well. Uh, and at that point I was like I love this guy. This guy's amazing. Yeah. And um
1: And I think it goes to he had a genuine interest in genuine who you were. Genuine interest. Yeah.
0: It it has to be genuine. Mm-hmm. It has to be authentic. Mm-hmm. If it's not, you can tell very quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of off-putting for a lot of people. Yeah. And um it has to be the real reason that you do this. Otherwise, yes. it's not going to work. And exactly. It's not going to happen. But it's so true. So true. Um, Mike passed away a couple years ago. Mm. And you could, you could feel what he meant to everybody mm. in the company when, when that happened. That's um, amazing. And I only met him twice. And I was so sad.
1: Oh, you know, yeah. Because he,
0: through Lee, my business partner,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mike's the reason I came because Lee was telling me everything about him and what okay. he created at the company. Okay um, and so at that point there was there was no decision to make
1: got it um
0: and then this was the natural next progression for the company, mm-hmm. which happened last summer um, wow, but that's that's why I love this stuff, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: we didn't have the chance to do this, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes, we had company events before, yeah, but they're on a much smaller scale okay, and usually. It's the same 75% of people who go to those events mm-hmm. with a couple of new people. Okay. The fact that you can go three days mm-hmm. in one hotel
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: I mean, yes, you run into the same people.
1: Yeah. But, but really, it's really,
0: it's new connections It's constantly. new connections all the time. Yes. It's breakfast. It's dinner. Yes. It's B-bar till three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's walking. Just walking. Yeah. In the casino.
1: Right. And you run into so many people. It's it's very cool. But going back to what you were saying, like I think what I learned from, and remind me his name again, Mike. Mike. Mike, Mike Hassan, yeah. It sounds like he, not only did he leave a legacy with the company, mm-hmm. but he was able to really change the lives of the people that he touched, whether it was for 10 seconds or two meetings. And it does, you know, hearing that it really helps reframe like, what do you want your purpose in your business to be? you know, we all want to be successful and flourish financially, but there, you know, there's something deeper and more meaningful to what we can do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's, that's really cool. And he clearly did that. That inspires me.
0: He did. I know when I started in real estate, I went to four different interviews in the Portland Mm -hmm. area Mm -hmm. and I just, each one was the same. Mm -hmm. You, You walk in and they, they, I didn't have my license at the Mm -hmm. time. So they're like, oh, this is what it takes to get your license. Mm -hmm. This is the cost. We'll Mm -hmm. cover like 50% of the fees. Yeah. Then that's where you work. That's your desk over there. Okay. Go start earning money kind of thing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it was fine. You know, it was okay. Mm -hmm. The first time I walked into the Hassan office, Mm -hmm. the first person I saw came up to me and started talking to me and just Mm -hmm. wanted to know who I was. Yeah. And why I was wanted to be a part of the company. Mm -hmm. And, um, Matt Brown, I sat down with Matt Brown for an episode that will be Mm -hmm. coming out soon. Mm-hmm. it's we had the exact same experience with that. really oh, the exact cool. same experience the first that's time you so walked great. into a house and office the first two people came up to me and just wanted to talk to him get to yeah know him. and it was it was a game changer at that point change that's
1: everything. very cool
0: and there's no other choice then absolutely there's no other choice because i've always said if, if you're doing it for the commission checks
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not going to last very long
1: right right it's, it's yeah the passion is going to go away um well he clearly they they had a really good eye for the people that cared genuinely, and that's why you're with them too, because I to. well, you naturally do I mean, here we are sitting you know recording conversations because you generally genuinely want to get to know the people that you're interviewing, and that's very cool, so what what mike so has you have and, little, and everything yeah, definitely bit, but, definitely
0: and that's why this has been the perfect mm-hmm. perfect merger i think yeah um and the perfect scenario perfect setup and mm-hmm. kind a of perfect everything it's very cool it, it's it's really good um it's really enjoyable i'm looking forward to being back in my own bed
1: mm-hmm. oh i know definitely <laughs> 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 definitely so let me ask you a question okay. where you, know, you you've shed some light on where your business was before the merger and but where do you see it going what's your vision so
0: what's really interesting is um we, so we built our business on referrals mm-hmm. from Oregon okay washington is or well, vancouver washington is portland metro it's a feeder mm-hmm. it's people who don't want to pay the state income tax yeah but they want to work in there in okay. portland or they want to be close but they want it's a little bit more affordable mm-hmm. it's a bit quieter less okay. traffic that kind of thing um but we We built our business on that primarily, and then the rest kind of followed. Okay. Um, Hassan company was part of leading RE. Okay. Which was great for sending people to somewhere else, but there's no actual connection with the agent. Mm -hmm. It was through corporate to corporate setup, which was fine. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of that's kind of gone with the merger. Mm -hmm. Um, there are still some companies who enjoyed the relationship with Hassan and have kind of kept that in there.
1: Um,
0: but a lot of leading RE is like a one-time one deal. Like, and if okay. a client's in town, it's not, it's not corporate. Yeah. So not going through that, it's, it's different. The merger here, I see this changing our business completely mm-hmm. um, for the better. Yeah. And that's really what excites me. And it, it takes a lot of work up mm-hmm. front because we're so new. You know, mm-hmm. We're so new to the brand still, trying to integrate all of the pieces mm-hmm. with the marketing side of things as mm-hmm. well. I'm really glad the market changed when it did because yeah. it was all at the same time. Yes. Otherwise, we would have drowned very, very Understood. quickly. Mm-hmm. And that would have been very problematic. Sure. Um, but this that's given us the lifeline to do it this mm-hmm. way. Right. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really good. That's um, wonderful. What do you see coming the rest of this year for yourself in, in Sarasota? What do you see? Mm-hmm. What are you telling people at the moment?
1: Yeah. Um, stability. Yeah. I see stability. Um we're, so, like almost every market, I would say, in the States, like there was definitely a change that happened in April mm-hmm. um, of last year. And our market has stayed relatively stable. We definitely saw a decline in certain, you know, certain areas. But the markets that I serve, which would be, you know, luxury condos, waterfront properties, and beachfront properties are still very much in high demand because mm-hmm. – People from high tax states continue to relocate to our area, and that is the lifestyle that they're selecting to live in, and they're willing to pay the money for it. Yep. Now, has there been pushback on pricing when sellers, you know, overprice something and oh, they're trying yes, to, you absolutely. know, they're trying to ask for like five to ten percent more of what a comp sold like a month ago? And we're just not in that type of market, right? Absolutely. So overall, our mar- our market has seen a dip in in overall list price, um, but. It's still it's stabilizing. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like buyers who are coming into the market are coming in with a different, uh, a different set of eyes. Before it was almost, I don't want to say desperation, but yeah, I have to get way- something
0: right now. Yeah. I have to get it right now before I miss out.
1: Yes, it's FOMO. They had total FOMO. <laughs> and it so was like, true. it was very intense. And there were definitely clients that were aware of it and they they didn't have any urgency. So they used that time to really monitor the market. And I think some of them regretted not moving forward on something because oh, absolutely. it ends up being, you know, substantially more expensive than what they could have bought it for. But um, with that said, I feel like it's giving both buyers and sellers time to figure out what is that next step because we have people that are relocating to our market from somewhere else you know it's it's a resort market second home um, or they're looking to completely relocate either to a different area of sarasota or outside completely and to time things where they have to make an offer on something and fully commit to it but then also have their home sold like that was really complicated and yeah. really difficult and very high stress yeah so you know, I I like this period where we can go back to more of a normal, uh, a normal time period, a normal framework. And um, so I'm really grateful for the shift. And it worked out really well that like my baby was born in February and then things, you know, really started to like normalize <laughs> right after she was born. So it wasn't like so crazy, but
0: Okay, so tell me about that. So... <laughs> Cause that's obviously um that's a crazy time, you know, oh, a yeah. newborn. And yeah. How do you handle that?
1: So i I planned really well. I feel like um, I hired my my first my first hire. She uh, was my assistant, and still is on my team. At kind of moving into sales now, and so I knew when I needed someone, I needed someone to be very detail or- oriented to help with that, you know, transaction coordination, but also be the person that could be me uh-huh. because I was going to not be accessible. You know, I was going to be with my baby for at least three months. And that was, you know, my goal. Uh, additionally, my mom's in the business and she came over to Sotheby's to help me during that maternity leave. Okay. So I had it her about, for about two months. Um, and then, you know, we're a very seasonal market. So right around May, things really slow down. So it gave me time to kind of transition back into like becoming a working mom versus being, you know, on maternity leave. It's still a very
0: quick transition.
1: It was, okay, it's been quick. It's been a year yeah. of like a whirlwind, like, wow, how did this year go by so fast? But... Um, you know, I've been talking to some other moms, you know, this week who I've connected with, and some of them have, you know, children that are older and others are new. And it's a process that will continually be mm-hmm. needing to adjust. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there is true balance in motherhood, but I'm going to shoot for the stars and land on the moon, <laughs> I hope. So that is try. my goal. That is my project this summer is to really, you know, set a, set out that, that time blocking, you know, so it can be family time, daughter time, and really client time because they deserve my attention just as much so.
0: They do. And mm-hmm. I guess this is gonna give you time as well to figure out how you approach those conversations because mm. that changes everything. Because yeah. and what I what I love about this is um we're learning who we are outside of yeah, our job because a lot of people just think we are just our job. Yes. And we're just there whenever people need us. And yes. that's not the case.
1: Right. And I operated my business that way. Um in some ways I still operate it that way. And it's something that I really have to readjust and create those boundaries because, you know, trying to take a phone call with a client that says that they need you, but really it's not urgent. And you have a crying baby in the other room (laughs) that you're trying to like, okay, how do I take care of my child, but also take care of my client and not seem unprofessional? Like that is very difficult. And, and so I'm learning like, okay, not everything has to happen that moment. There are, we can operate our business and there are agents that can do this where they say after 6 p.m., what else is going to happen? The title companies are closed. The escrow companies are closed. Like the lawyers aren't taking their phone calls. So nothing's really going to happen between 6 and 10 p.m. This can wait until the next day. And I think it's just that realization of like, okay, I don't have to drop everything I'm doing to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, to fight a fire that may not actually be a fire is yeah. something that I think we, ha- I have to personally relearn. Um, and yeah, set those boundaries really with myself before with a client.
0: I think it's important to figure out what the boundaries mm-hmm. need to be yes. as, and why at that point, I know, yes. uh, in 2021, I couldn't picture saying no as often as I've said no mm-hmm. in the past yes. six to 10 months, probably yes. mm-hmm. maybe six to eight. Um, in that frantic period, you just don't think.
1: Yeah, everything's you, going oh, so fast. It's
0: going so fast. And yeah. you, this isn't, it's like, it's never going to end. Yes. What's going on. It's, then, it was a
1: very ungrounding period, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it really was. And yes. it, was, it was challenging for a lot of people. I think we're seeing mm-hmm. people leave the market mm-hmm. afterwards because it's a different type of work. Now they have to go mm-hmm. back to working on their business Yes, as well. Because yes. we didn't have time to do that, right? Which is right my there. favorite
1: part, actually. I love working on my business, so I was so excited. <laughs>
0: so, what have you? What have you done working on your business?
1: Uh, part you know? a lot of it is organizing my database more okay. and more. Like it's organizing your database is something that has to be a consistent thing you know um, updating things but also like making sure you're reaching out to the right people so I that is a project on my list especially now that my network has really grown during this trip is what is my next step in fostering those relationships mm-hmm. you know am I going to do zoom calls like regularly or you know what whatever that looks like mm-hmm. um, so that's a big part of working on my business but also setting up what does the next year look like as far as um client care you know what events are we going to do what you know client drop offs drop drop offs are we going to do or, you know, real estate reviews, like setting up the schedule for that. So I really use my summers to create the plan for that next year because our selling season starts January 1st.
0: Which is interesting because ours is completely mm-hmm. dead.
1: Oh, really? So, okay, during uh, that time?
0: Yeah, during that time. Okay. Like, we start prepping in October.
1: Okay, okay. That, that's
0: our time to start prepping Got for it. the next year.
1: Got it. Um,
0: So that by the time March rolls around, mm-hmm. things are starting to pick up again. Got it. We do genuinely have a pretty dead three, four-month period okay,
1: there. Okay, we do too. Yeah.
0: Because it rains so much. Okay.
1: And Ours is wants, it's so
0: hot. Because it's too hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's miserable. <laughs> so. um,
0: but that, that's why I'm really glad that um, that we've come over when we have. But also, yeah. I'm really glad that we. I was able to get onto the mastermind.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. Tell me about that.
0: How did that come about?
1: Um, I just had an itch to collaborate with young people mm-hmm. that I don't have in my market. Or I do, but, you know, I just wanted to build the relationships outside um and so i just yeah i i blake plaster in the houston market reached out to me through social media and
0: i had so much fun last yeah. night oh, yeah oh did you i'm yeah. so glad
1: he's he's a we well, yeah, had so much fun last <laughs> night it was so great so yeah he like connected with me over social another power of social media and um i just was like hey do you want to start this with me because i'm a i'm a group person. Like, mm-hmm. I need someone to do something with me in order to get it done. That's why, like, I now have my Valerie, you know, she is amazing to help me get things done. Yeah. So we just, yeah, we just started it and it's kind of grown. And and now we're setting up the criteria of like, okay, now we know that there are amazing, great agents out there. Who do we really want to pinpoint? And what is our criteria for having them be on board mm-hmm. and, you know, stay, stay involved? Yeah. So.
0: It's been great. I mean, I've only been on one I'm so, far, so glad. And, and I love it. And you were
1: awesome. Like, you were so engaged in it. I was like, this is who we need on here. We need more people like you, so.
0: Well, that's the stuff I've been craving. Yes. And craving it for months, but also yes. couldn't really dive into it towards the end of last year because we were mm. so busy with right. our, with getting used to Sotheby's. Yes. But as soon as I went down for knee surgery in January, mm. that's what I was looking at thinking, what's going to be best use of my time right now? Yes, here? And mm-hmm. what's the stuff that's going to be really, really beneficial? Yes. Because I kind of decided maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. to blow up about 50% of what we do. Nice. And get rid of it and yeah. change it. Yeah. Which, I was, just, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm really behind this decision.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it took me two weeks to realize how long it's going to take.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I'm all about it and I can't Good. wait. It's just going to take a long time. Yeah. Um, Which... It happens when you blow up half your business. Yeah, but, you um, had to
1: trim off the fat, right? <laughs> you've got, you just got to do it. And yeah.
0: I, I think if you're not changing, you're not evolving at right. that point. And Absolutely, you're dying. You're dying at that point. <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're not adapting and keeping mm-hmm. up, you will get left behind. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's, uh, that's exactly why I wanted to be on this mastermind,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and talk to the, some of these great people as well.
1: I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're a part of it. Oh, Yay. And I'm, I think I, at least I have a whole like <laughs> roster of people that I've really liked during this, you know, during G and E uh, that I'm like, you've
0: been taking notes. I've been taking yeah. lots
1: of notes. Like I have some people I'm like, yes, we, we need to look into them, decide if we want to add them. Cause they're really great. So That's I think so.
0: So, uh, what else are you looking forward to for the rest of this year?
1: Um, I'm really looking forward to a lot of family time. We have plans to travel quite a bit. Um, like I've mentioned a couple times, Sarasota's really hot and <laughs> I just can't do the heat anymore. So, we're going to do a lot of travel mm. and I'm excited to have made connections in the areas that I know I'm going so I can, you know, get coffee with them again. Yeah. And so, family time, business time, getting organized, um, and self-care. That is top of my list right now. Self-care. I yeah. have to do that to be a good mom, a good partner, and really good at my business.
0: I can see I can be selfish in the sense of where I can just do what yes. I want to do at this yes. point. Yes, but uh, I love talking to people who mm-hmm. have another yeah. responsibility. Yes, of that. I started with a puppy, so we'll see. Oh yeah, well uh, that's that's yeah, it's, 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 it's a not that's yeah, okay. Yeah. At least I, I can do work on on the walks in the mornings if I need to. Right. or whatever. But um, right. It's not, you know, when there's a tantrum or when there's
1: nap time
0: that you're struggling to get down or.
1: Yeah. That's
0: a whole different. It's
1: different.
0: (laughs) That's different. It's different. Is it what you expected it to be?
1: I had no idea what to expect. Okay. Oh, I had no idea. I, I, I wasn't, I never babysat. Like I wasn't someone that watched, I have friends that are like on Instagram constantly Uh about motherhood and they don't have children and they don't plan on having children for two years. So like I never did the research. Um, I kind of just, you know, I had my baby and now we're (laughs) figuring it out and, uh, it's been, yeah, it's worked fine. You know, I have no, no complaints at all. Um, I think what motherhood has brought out is it's shown me where my weaknesses are Uh in like myself so that's why i say self-care and when i say that i really mean like that self-reflection digging out the things that are limiting me from being either who i want to be both in personal and business and that's what i want to work on so i'm going to tony robbins myself this summer pretty much (laughs) yes yes. it's really
0: important to have that self-reflection because i did it um Right after my knee surgery, I think mm-hmm. what's the best time to do it. Yes. What am I bad at? What am I terrible at? Mm-hmm. What's the stuff I'm bad at that I can get better at?
1: Yeah. And
0: what's the stuff I'm bad at that I really can't get better? Yeah, that at? you're
1: just going to accept. <laughs> that I'm going to
0: accept and figure out a better way to do it. Yes. Either that's with help or mm-hmm. or whatever else.
1: Exactly. I think that's
0: really important, and I think um, I've had a few of those conversations with people in the last couple of days. Good. Surprised. How many people are bad at the same thing? I'm bad at too. Really? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting.
1: I can't imagine that you're bad at anything, oh, but we terrible all have weaknesses. Certain
0: things. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I've, I have my weaknesses big time.
0: I think we all do, but it's mm-hmm. it's important we recognise that, mm-hmm. and because um, if we don't, we're not serving our clients right in the best way. Absolutely. So family time is coming up. Family Travel time. is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, What else are you looking forward to just in terms of this business? Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, just a bit of consistency. Yeah, consistency. Um, What are you telling people right now?
1: Oh, I mean, it's realistic. Um, I think the biggest, the most questions that we get from people is, you know, where is the market now? And I think everybody's seen that it has stabilized with prices. So really, it's, it's people that are... Planning on buying, it's helping them get really familiar with what area they want to be in, yeah. you know. And we don't have a lot of local buyers that Lisa I work on with, so it's a process of discovery that can take two years. Yeah. And when you know during the summers are times when they usually are going to stay up north because it's beautiful. So we do a lot of that online through like YouTube and through um, Zoom calls and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's a lot of a lot of the summer spent like helping them. Discover our yeah, area in a, in a new way. So, well,
0: you've got a red eye flight tonight. Yeah, but what's been your your favorite part of G&E so far?
1: Um, well, the networking—that's been my favorite part. Just meeting really cool people and yeah. uh, just seeing the potential of our referral network and knowing that I'm going to take all these relationships and really develop them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm committed to that because yeah. I I really liked. Majority of the people I met, I can't think of one person I didn't like. To be honest, so neither
0: can I. And that's really interesting—is the quality of people. Yes. Um, I I liken it to you know, if you're calling around about a listing, Mm -hmm. they're calling the listing in. It sometimes you just don't get much back.
1: Yeah, right. Conversation
0: wise, all the above. But every single person I've spoken to, it's engaged the whole time.
1: Exactly. So cool.
0: So cool, and everyone's so willing to to share as well, Mm -hmm. and everyone wants to learn from each other. Yes. There's no. Not a single instance of keeping something hidden because you found mm-hmm. something that works for you. Right. You want to mm-hmm. share it and help everybody.
1: Exactly. I think that's what is, you know, unique about G&E and these other networking events is it pulls out the people that are wanting to learn and wanting to connect and putting them all in the same place. Right. Yeah. Goes back to the tribe. So yeah. we have very like-minded people that we just encountered and that's great.
0: Yeah. And Nashville next year.
1: I can't wait. That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I've
0: never been to Nashville. Me
1: neither. Oh, you have any, though? I know. It's you, like really close it's to me. Like really close to you. Yeah. It would, it's like I a don't five know. Five hour flight to get here, I know, but you haven't been in there's so many places I need to go, <laughs> which I'm committed to going to. Well, wow,
0: so. good thing you got some time coming up this year, yes, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Are you looking
0: forward to traveling with a with a small child?
1: Uh, um no. And I mean, the, I'm looking forward to her being with me, but just the process of a baby on a plane is like a little scary. A little so scary. We've traveled before, but when she was like three months old and she just slept the whole time. So yeah. now she Needs a lot more interaction yeah. and entertainment and, but it'll be fine. It'll She'll be just good. toddle back and forth in the aisle and everybody will ooh and awe ah over how adorable <laughs> she is because she is.
0: She Because she, she is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um Well, I hope you have a great rest of your year.
1: Thank you. No, I
0: appreciate you coming out here for totally,
1: this. Totally. It's been a lot of fun. It's been um, great. I love the conversation. Our, we're
0: going to be on our monthly, our monthly networking here, monthly yes, Zooms. and for sure. Getting to know everyone a bit more. Yeah. And, uh, I'm
1: excited to see all the things you accomplish. You too. I'm one of your biggest fans. I'm
0: also excited to see how your travel goes here. Thank and you. And hear some you of the too. good stories and bad stories, Yeah, too. right. It's going to be a lot. We'll do this again in like six months. Right. So tell all year. the
1: crazy things that happened on the plane with your baby, like blowouts and vomit. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, maybe, She's we, over those. maybe
0: we need to start doing like a like and a e Every g <laughs> yeah. we do another one of these. Yes. It's like a year and a half update. Uh,
1: right. Oh, that's a good idea. That'd be pretty good. Very cool. Yeah, Very good I'll idea.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming out.
1: Thank you, Harvey, um, for I'll, having me. I'll see you soon. Sounds good.